Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Week in Crime and Policing with Mayo and Meso. My name is Mark DeMayo, and this is my partner, Angel Masonette. What's up, buddy? How are you? What's up? What's up, everybody? In police off the cuff land. Land. How's everybody doing? Uh, we are both retired NYPD detectives, and each week we cover the head, uh, crime stories that are making headline news. But before we do that, we usually take a little moment to catch up with each other because it's it's been two weeks since um, we spoke um, because I had to go away last week to Las Vegas. But um, I'll tell you about that. But tell me, how was your week? My week was good, man. Busy at work. Um, had my uh, work Christmas party. It was a conference for two days, which was good, fun, productive. Um that's it, man. Just doing my thing. You know, I was on the Rita Cosby show again on 77 uh, WABC, uh, which was good. Uh, I did a couple of Spanish uh, station hits. And um, that's it. Here we are. What did you talk about on uh, what's her name? Rita Cosby. Oh, Rita Cosby. Okay. What did you talk about on there? Yeah, we were talking about uh, the home, the plan for the homeless to get the homeless out by Mayor Adams. Uh, what I thought about it. The whole, uh, you know, defund the police stuff, uh, you know, rearing its ugly head again after the elections, stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, it was good. She's good. She's a big police supporter. Um, I was and, on the Rudy Giuliani show also. Uh, do you have to speak sp on the Spanish ones? You speak Spanish? Yeah? Sí. Sí. How's that? Hablo español. Un poquito difícil, pero yo me mantengo. Yo me puedo defender. Yo hablaba mucho cuando estaba en el trabajo. When yeah, I was yeah, working, I, I was uh, I, I used to speak a lot of Spanish because they, they always needed a Spanish interpreter. Say, Mayo, call Mayo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, same here. But um, same here. since I retired, I, that's why if you ever see people like, you know, speaking their own language somewhere, you know what I'm saying? It might just be somebody practicing because <laughs> they haven't spoken in a while. Listen, they won't call us now because sixty-five percent of the job is Dominican. So, uh, yep, yeah, they got mm. their own. Uh, they got translators everywhere. Yeah, they need translators for Dominicans though, and they're <laughs> Spanish. <laughs> uh oh, so the one I not going. So, um, I what went have you to, been up to my friend. Tell me last about weekend. Vegas. Remember, we took we took uh, last week off because I went to Las Vegas. Because as I announced a couple of weeks ago, I am taking my talents to Las Vegas. You are now looking at the director of broadcasting and social media for the local laborers 872 union. Wow, congratulations. Yeah, I got a you're three not year. Just a, you're not just a pretty face, huh? Yeah, uh, I got a three-year commitment. Um, I'm excited. Um, you're a smart I wanna, smeller. I mean, smart fella. I want to hit the ground running. But... I had to find a place to live over there, and so we went out uh, Saturday, and um, I tell you, Saturday night, man, I was like uh, sleep, uh, trying to get to sleep, and I was like, what the hell am I doing here? Why, why did I do this? You know? Because <laughs> of the time difference? Or I can't go. I can't hot? go. Well, first of all, the plane ride is... Uh, it's it's six hours, bro. It's in, it's so yeah. it's it's horrible, man. I, I don't like it. You know, like I had all these plans of flying back and forth, you know, every other weekend. But no, I'm never going to do that. <laughs> I'm not. Gonna, I, I had I had shows I in February. Uh, I had well, shows in February. Canceled. I can't stand it for you. I'll stand I can't, it for you. 
All right, good. <laughs> good I luck. Could do, I could do stand up. But then uh, I woke up on Sunday and we went looking for apartments. And the first couple of places I wasn't really crazy about. But then I, I came across this place called Society, man. It's a brand new uh, luxury apartment complex. And you know what they do in Vegas? They just keep moving back further out into the desert. So right, sure. Um, it's probably like 20 minutes away from the strip. Everything is 20 minutes away over there. But this place happens to be brand new. And mm. uh, I just fell in love with it. I'll, I'll give you this is um, it looks like the Dominican. This is a, oh, a wow. just a view, you know, the apartment. Obviously, the, the best view is probably this apartment in the whole place. But um, that's yeah, one the of the VIP pool tent? areas. Is that the VIP tent right there? You can bottle service there and shit? Uh, it looks like something like that. But it's just a, <laughs> it's just a place to live. At the Imagine Mandalay that. Bay? <laughs> and this is, you know, they all have grills. Everybody's into grilling over there. So the whole place grills, is like, They got like. Like no, no, like, like you just you throw a steak on, oh, you know, while you while you're chilling at the pool, whatever. <laughs> and then uh, I was looking at a two bedroom, two two bath, which for me is bedroom. like you better get it. You better get. I want to have yeah, I want to have my kids come out. You know, I want to have my girls' parents come out. So you know, it's uh, I have Angel come out. My oh, mom yeah. come out. Angel come out with his Thank wife. You. Yes. Um, Wait. I never said I was bringing. <laughs> I never said I was bringing the wife. <laughs> Don't so, be inviting yeah. her. All right. So yeah, so that's the that's the pool. That's the pool area. That's one of the pool areas. And this is the this is the kitchen. Look at that. It's brand new. Nobody's nobody. I wish I could zoom in so you could see that. I don't know even know how to. Uh, it's got a dishwasher in there. It's two bedroom, two bath with um, a, a washer and dryer uh, in a in a in a separate room, walk-in closet. That's this is the the bedroom. They're both kind of sort of the same. Very nice. Yeah. So. Um, that's the place I uh, I put my application in. I'm hoping to hear back from them tomorrow. You put the, you you get in section eight or no? Uh yeah. Mm. <laughs> Listen, where do all the Puerto Ricans sit in Yankee Stadium? Uh, uh section eight. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I fell in love with this place. We looked at some other places, but this is the one I really really loved. Um, Good for you. So I'm hoping to hear back from them tomorrow. Is it? Everything. Let me ask you a question. Is it? Is it close to the Bunny Ranch? Are you gonna go to the Bunny? I don't know where the Bunny Ranch is, but um, I, I, I definitely liar. would go check it out. I don't. I, I really don't. Um, I did go to the to strip because I had a friend come down and and chill with me, but uh, it's a not something club, that. You said? No, down to the strip. Like he was oh, staying gosh. at the Paris Hotel. I'm sorry, the Windsor. And uh, yeah, I can't see myself going down there often. Um, it's like Long Island, really. It's just a whole bunch of houses, and then there's a shopping area, and it just keeps moving back. And this is like gotcha, the last yeah. back because okay. just keep building and building and building. So I have the opportunity to get into a brand new place where nobody's lived there. So, That's nice. uh, folks in the chat, uh, keep your fingers crossed for me, mm. and hopefully I'll be back from them tomorrow. I'll get approved, and uh, I got a nice commitment letter to, that I shared with um, with them. So hopefully they'll see I'm making enough money. But that's the good news. Why don't we uh, say hello to the people in the chat, Angel, and uh, then we'll get started with the stories. Okay, so we got JoJo. I'm not going to make the live Merry Christmas, and I will watch the replay. Love you both. We love you too, JoJo. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we got uh, Easy Like Sun Morn. Nice. I'm, I actually read that right. I uh, had a question about dogs. Hi, everyone, too. Laughing aloud. Hello, Easy. Little Mermaid, Louisa. Hello, darling. Happy birthday to your son. 
Uh, I think his son, his birthday was yesterday. So happy, happy birthday, and thank you. For happy birthday, as son, always, Louisa. We love you, Pug Lady. She's answering easy like Sunday morning. Uh, Kane Cag New Cobra. Hope they comment on the CHP captain found dead in Tennessee. Her husband shot and killed several weeks before in Kentucky. Ooh, I didn't hear about that. California Highway Patrol. Damn it. That's horrible. Gunslinger, yeah. Merry Christmas. Ruth Ann Griffin, hello. Mark and Angel, hello, Ruth Ann. Lieutenant Peter Pranzo, what's up? LT. Hey, your Christmas card. Thank you for the Christmas card to uh, so Raquel so uh, and Peter Pranzo. Thank you so much. A beautiful yeah. card, as always. Stop showing off. I got one, too. Okay. I cherish it. Team South Florida, my man, Rich Best. What's up? How you doing, puppy? Um, he's in the chat. Big supporter, obviously. He's a, a, a nonprofit down in uh, South Florida. He runs. Uh, they do a lot of good stuff. They're big on Instagram. Follow them, Team South Florida. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, who else we got? Milwaukee Civilian, the Rabble Rouser is here. The Aoli <laughs> Brothers, make it spicy for the holidays. <laughs> There's Raquel. Hello, darling. Thank you for the Christmas card. Um, as Mr. DeMeo said, Ruthann Griffin. Lorna McKenzie. Hello, darling. Who else we got? Uh, Maui Swift. Hello, Maui. Um, Jamie hi, Pimentel. Maui Swift. Dawn Marie. Hello, Dawn. Hi, Dawn Marie. Hi, Jamie. Hi, darling. Uh, who else we got? Uh, Gina G. Okay. Michelina. Michelina. Michelina Serino. Hello, 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 hello. Uh, um, all right, let's Dean, go. Dean Bernie. London girl from across the pond. Yeah, there she is. Hello, hello, hello. Um, big time congrats, Mark. I don't know what Dean Murray's saying. Dean Murray, it sounds uh, like so much, some of these probies are reading too much literatica. Oh, he's talking about the uh, oh, the, yeah. the recruits knocking the boots. The yeah, we're going to cover that story. Boots. <laughs> what do you think you want to start with, you want to start with that why not boxing MMA is here too hello boxing all right why not go start ahead. with that story that story was uh let me see I gotta catch let me find the um all right so obviously the 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 New York City has a uh, NYPD has a police academy and I was just there this past Thursday. Wouldn't you know it that the recruits that just got there in July, probably, they're all set mm. to graduate. As a matter of fact, Gun and Shield Day is one of the biggest days when you're a recruit. And yeah. um, I was there on Thursday. I think Gun and Shield Day was this week, in the beginning of this week. And then once you get your Gun and Shield the following day, you get to put on your uh, blue shirt. And the blue shirt is... Um, is the real police shirt so now you got your the real because before blue, before that shirt. you wear that gray shirt the gray wait so hold the, on a second mary goldstein we love you we didn't skip you sorry honey. We see. hi Bye. mary goldstein so you wear that uh gray shirt throughout the academy and everybody knows you're a recruit because you got that gray shirt on but now you actually have the the complete uniform on and you get to the way i remember going through the academy once and i seen them all talking there and it just seemed like a lot of cops in uniform uh, but they were all happy and they were all like practicing that because you're trying to figure out how you're going to stand when you're on a foot post. You know what I'm saying? Like with, you, with your hands in here, or yeah. you're going to do this one was, of these. This was me on the foot post my first day. This was me with the radio. Uh, with the radio, so listening, right? <laughs> <laughs> that was me. As cold as I wanted to, 
Uh, I got a good story about my first uh, dispute. I, I got called. Dude, to I got to listen. I commandeered a vehicle. <laughs> I was on a foot post in oh, Jamaica, man. Queens, on the, and uh, on Jamaica Avenue, and uh, a burglary comes over, and nobody was picking it up. So I, I, the way the address comes over in Queens, they're really weird addresses. It's like, uh, oh it my could, god, yeah. It's like, okay, so it's a hundred. Yeah, one thirteen, twelve, one hundred and third Street. So I was like, oh, I'm right there, right? No, you I walk over. So I, I picked up the radio call, and then I realized I got the address wrong. That I'm, it's not. It, it wasn't. It was. It wasn't 103 like, Street. It was 103 It was 113 <laughs> Avenue. I was like two miles away. So uh, I commandeered a vehicle. I stopped this car from driving. It was an old man. I told him to go around the other side, and I waited for him to get in the car, and then I drove his car to the to the burglary <laughs> scene. But when I got there, there was cops there already. And uh, they were like, yo, what are you doing? I said, I just commandeered a vehicle. <laughs> just like in Bad Boys. And that you should have seen how scared that old man was. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, commandeered a vehicle to go to nice. Burnley. Proactive so, policing, baby. So um, when you're in the academy, obviously, uh, you know, this is a big deal. You you get the whole six months. These two recruits, they were almost at the end, man. They were literally almost at the end. They're a week away. Here's the story. Dirty cops. Two frisky NYPD recruits are suspended after fellow trainees catch them having sex in a police academy bathroom stall. So hold on a second. First of all, what makes them dirty cops? I mean, uh, is it a play on words that they're being dirty? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a make, I hope I so, know. because I don't like it. No, like nah, it looks like ahead. dirty. I think the story is from uh, Daily Mail. Which yeah, they, it's Daily Mail. They're very sens- they sensationalize everything. Yeah, well, listen, it's a, it's it's a pun on words. Um, they were getting dirty in a, in a bathroom stall at the academy. And I'll mind you, I'm, you know, I did 20 years. You did 22. We're 10 years removed. I never heard of anybody having sex in a bathroom stall. We used to smoke in the bathroom. <laughs> we used to smoke cigarettes. You know what I'm saying? Does, getting, we, does getting hostile with the suspect alone count as sex or no? Are you talking about uh, as a recruit in the academy? Yeah, yeah. Does, does getting hostile with the suspect in the bathroom stall, does that count as having sexual intercourse with yourself? No, no, absolutely not. Okay. I don't think okay. so. So then I've never but these two, man, they must be really in love, man. They can't keep their hands off each other. They can't <laughs> wait till they get off of work. And this is listen. Look at how good looking this kid is. Uh, the other picture doesn't give him justice. He's he's yeah, um, a handsome young lad. He's a veteran. Uh, he yeah, served. Marine. He was a marine. Yeah, he yeah, served. Yeah. He came back. He gave a whole lecture. This is the guy. I can't even say his name. Lavendinario O uh, said in uh, two thousand. Wait, wait, hold on a interview. second. Lati Bodier. Lati Bodier. He's probably Haitian. Yeah, definitely, de- definitely yeah. Haitian. 2019 interview with CBS Lati- that his Lati- transition Lati- to civilian life has been challenging. And he was talking about be- serving in the military and then having to come home. And then he, be- you know, he becomes a cop and he's in the academy and he's literally a week from graduating. And uh, they get suspended. Two NYPD recruits suspended after Tristan police bathroom. That's a little bit less salacious. Um, and uh, that's him. Yeah. That's, and, and this is uh, her. And uh, so, so, so I'm not a I'm not a big, uh, um, you know, beard. Like, you know, I don't I don't buy into this. Oh, everybody should be shaved. But in the academy, they should be shaved. Why is he allowed to take his picture with his, 
food is beer. I don't know. That's just me. I'm not, I don't care about it on the street, mm-hmm. but in the academy, you should be shamed. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I understand what you're saying. I feel the same way, too, but only because we went through it. Like, for example, when I went into the academy, I had a mustache. It was it was like it was the yeah. 90s. It was the you 90s. Had a but it was 90 Sanchez porn stash. I, I had it. Listen, the 80s, everybody had a mustache and I, I had a mustache. Too. I did, too. Even even <laughs> girls used to have mustaches back then. <laughs> Because they didn't, yeah, yeah, they didn't yeah, really, yeah. you know what they used to do back then? They used to put that, they used to bleach it blonde. Like, no, but there was no, um, <laughs> they, they, I don't I don't know how they get rid of it now, but whatever they do now, there was none of that back in the 80s. Laser, you laser, a, laser. You had a chick with a mustache, she had a mustache. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> she dyed it blonde if you were lucky. But, um, yeah, so please, I had a mustache and, and it was left over from the 80s. I was a product of, the, product of the 80s. I'm going to the academy. And then I realized that, your hair couldn't touch your lip, and I, I just didn't want to have any problems, so I just shaved it. And then um, that was the first time I'd been without like my mustache since I could grow it. Really, um, you look like a you look like a cow licked your face, right? <laughs> but isn't that weird? Like uh, that you can't keep your hands off each other, man. It, uh, like what? Why Listen, did... when you are attracted to someone, uh-huh. right? It's wild. I get it. I get it. I get it's, it. It's animal. It's they're young. They're young, dumb, and full of you know what, right? So they're attracted to each other, and they saw a moment and an opportunity, and they took it. And you know what? What strikes me about that is that they got caught by their fellow recruits. So I was just thinking the same why thing. Why did they rack them out? Like just I like, don't know. Like yo, like you guys can't be doing this stuff and leave them alone, right? Like let them yeah, finish I, their, I their thing, and that's it. You know, just yeah, tell them, I don't hey, know. listen, don't do it I again, know. you know. But these kids, listen, it's supposed to be a paramilitary organization. And with all these uh, all right. uh, uh, rules and everything that they're, they're getting rid of. Now, here's the question, too. It's like, you know, he's probably the company sergeant with former military. Unless there's somebody with former military in the same company that has more than him, he's probably the company sergeant. And then, Or the co-sergeant, right? Didn't they have a company, an assistant company sergeant? Yeah, but, I mean, he looks like the type of guy who would be the company sergeant. Um, and okay, so now you you put that into play. Is she in the same company? Is that considered a position of authority? No, I'm just saying you could. I mean, okay. And no, another, thing, I get it. I'm just laughing because this fucking. Oops, sorry. Because we're like in bizarre. But world. it's, it's we're just dealing with reality. Also, too, um, I you got to suspend them, obviously, but you can't get rid of them. You just each recruit cost, um. I don't know, $150,000 to put through the... How much yeah, How much did it cost? A lot of money. I mean, you're paying a, a salary. It's not a lot, but then you got to... You know, um, the, the lights that go on, the, the, the police officers that are training them, it's a lot of money for each recruit. You can't just get, you can't just get rid of them, especially since the military... They were probably at the both, you know, uh, hopefully at the top of their class, too, so... Knocking the boots. Um that's a little segue. I don't know if I'm stealing your thunder here, but um, the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department, the uh, female officer, who had an oh yeah, watch, mic. watch, look at this. Is that it? No, oh, no that's not. It. I got it right here. Wait, wait, I got it right here. She had an open mic while she was having a, a tryst. Where is it? There what it goes. This tryst. <laughs> Do you a have sheriff. A uh, no. Why well, you oh. heard it? Uh, man, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't even know the man. I, you know, yeah, I messed yeah. up. I, I, and I spent like, a lot of. <laughs> well, let's like, just oh. give the heading of the story. Wait, <laughs> oh, a, sher- oh. a sheriff's deputy 
is under investigation after accidentally broadcasting on her police radio what appeared to be an intimate encounter with a man. So you're saying yeah. there's audio of it. Yeah, you hear her. She's like, oh, you're going to rip my panties. Ah. And then the dispatcher, so apparently now, right, because of technology, they knew whose radio it was. Uh -huh. So the dispatcher's in the background going, unit 254 open mic, or whatever her, name, or her number was. Unit 254 uh -huh. open mic. And she's, ah, 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 She comes back, and then she's like, unit 254. She keeps telling her, open mic, open mic, check your mic, check your mic. And then by that time, it was obviously too late. So. Couldn't she be FaceTiming, though? <laughs> I mean, you could be sexting, right? I don't know, but uh, I, listen, because because now they're looking into. Okay, so are we allowed was, to take? Are we allowed to take meals and personals? Like she was, maybe she was on her meal break, and she, you know. Well, that's the thing. If she's on a meal break, but also I think she works in a jail. No, I think so. I'm not sure about that. You might be right, but I think she was in a parking lot. Like, wait, wait a minute, is this it? Let me see something. What is this? That's a hot mic. <laughs> Yeah, the recording appears to be show a female deputy giggling with a man and discussing her underwear. Yeah, the she says, you're going to rip my panties. <laughs> the department is seeking to identify whether the man in the hot mic recording was also an employee on duty. A I'll Los Angeles a, sheriff's deputy is under investigation after being heard on the radio. And then what else is this one? Um, man, I can't believe I didn't think to try to get that audio. I'm so stupid. Don't see that. Oh, man. Yeah, that's a good one, too, man. Listen, you got to be careful. You somebody know, said in the chat, somebody said in the chat real quick, uh, lack of discipline, lack of... So, so Eddie Cerniglia Whitner, I hope I said that right, lack of self-control, not cool for a perspective, Leo. That's true. I mean, you got to admit that. You got to have self-control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. Listen, isn't it... Disgusting. Is it an exciting thing to do a story to have, like, especially if you guys are really in love and you might get married, you could say, you tell you, you know, your friends later on, we had sex in the police academy. Yeah. But I don't know how you got to kind of sort of prevent yourself from getting caught. And with the hot mic, it's like, um, there's too many apparatuses we got going on. Just chill, man. Wait till you get home. Wait till you get off duty, man. There's plenty of time. <laughs> that's my, that's my, uh, my Listen, advice to the recruits. At least it wasn't out. a at least it wasn't a sergeant and his driver, you know, or a sergeant and her driver, right? Which is uh, normally what happens. So. Yeah, I know, right? I mean the um legal minded friends, Karen Cole. We had police officers in England that I worked with, dated a victim when he dumped her. She complained and went and he went to prison for two years. Wow. That kind of stuff happens a lot too, man. Yeah, you can't do that. That's that's real dumb. Like getting involved with a prisoner, like a, or a former perp. Like you know, complainants are one thing, right? You go down to the court, the lady just so yeah, but she said victim. Up. I think she said I, victim. Did she say? Yeah, victim. Wow. Even of a burglary, like if the victim's a burglary and you're just helping them look at pictures and then <laughs> to find the jewelry, and then afterwards, <laughs> one thing leads to another. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, just yeah, saying. Yeah. I'm just. Uh, I'm just wondering. Are we uh, is it all included? <laughs> <laughs> all inclusive, like a resort. All right. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's keep going here before we get ourselves find ourselves in deep G trouble. Gina G. Now I don't feel as bad when I lose concentration on my job. 
The whole idea of fun is not to get caught. Lori, Lori Lowe. I know. I know. I just like you mentioned before, the recruits that walked in and caught them. Like if you walked in the bathroom you and you saw busy, turn the light off and leave. Yeah, just like sweet Pete. Like, I, listen, this is the second time you say this. Love the accent. Mark, you must be talking about your accent because I don't have an accent. So it must be mm. Must be your Dominican Greek accent. I, I know, I know, I have an accent. I don't. Everybody south of the Mason Dixon line has an accent. Not the, me. And, and I took speech classes. Look, Lori Lowe says the same thing. I'm hearing hometown accents. I went to this lady to help uh, me with my speech uh, yeah. for acting. <laughs> Did and you after, really? Yeah, yeah. After three weeks, she gave me my money back. <laughs> she said, "I." She said, "I." <laughs> no. You should have seen this lady's office. She had Meryl Streep on the wall, Robert De Niro. <laughs> she helped all these people with their accent. She I, said, came I can't in. do nothing. She gave you. me cash. Forget me about it. I, she gave me cash back. She handed me $175 back. She goes, here, go. I can't help you. I said, what do you mean you can't help me? She goes, you don't practice enough. I said, I do practice when I'm home alone. I can't practice at work. What am I going to be like? <laughs> hey, thou art under arrest. Come hither. <laughs> Come hither. Ay, ay, ay. Okay, so where are we right now? Um, okay, do? let's talk about this a little bit. This is a very interesting story with a lot of moving pieces. Um, oh, you know, before we even do that one, let's do this one. You know that, uh, speaking of let's... crime in New York City, uh, Robert De Niro. Oh, Mr. Liberal himself. He, he Mr. Had Defund a... the Police. Apparently, he's renting an apartment, a townhouse on the Upper East Side. Who knows why? When you have millions and millions and millions like and millions and millions of dollars, it's like sixty-seven thousand dollars a month. This place. You could literally own Tribeca and have a full a film festival town there, townhouse down there. But for some reason, have to rent a townhouse up on the Upper East Side. But they had a burglar, a cat, a cat burglar. Somebody broke in. Who the hell says cat burglar? Where'd you get that? That was in the article. No, it wasn't. Uh, yeah, I read that. Read. Somebody Stop. broke in. So the Daily, the Daily um, okay. Tribune. You met, you so this is a townhouse we're talking about in New York City, which I don't even know why I don't have the picture for that either. But anyway, um, they apparently have an access to the basement of that townhouse, and uh, the perp, the perp broke in. And, the thirty-year-old uh, female perp. Well, look at this. Look at this little girl. I didn't murder nobody. Look at how look at how small she is. She's cute. She she broke into that townhouse while. She's Robert cute. De Niro and his daughter were home. Thick thighs save lives, baby. And she was <laughs> taking their Christmas presents. And she uh she took um uh what, what did they do? Apple Apple pad or something? Wait, iPad wait, wait, or something? Wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Let's dissect this picture. Why is the lieutenant behind him like he did anything? Why is he pretending that he was involved in any way, shape, or form in her arrest? I mean, if she's walking Lieutenant Pranzo, come on. Let's go, Pete. Tell us why is the LT back there? Showboating on the purple. If she's walking through the neighborhood, are you stopping her for anything? No, she's a little girl. Look at it. Look at Shanice Aviles. 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 Come on. She's an alleged recidivist burglar. Was arrested on Monday 26, for alleged twenty-six priors, sixteen in the last year. She gets caught a lot, man. Yeah, she's not too good at what she does. I wonder no, why she's still she's... walking the streets, though. Could, <laughs> Every time she goes to court, the judge looks at her and goes, "Oh, you come again? on, you, what get are you out doing? of here! Stop it!" She has her own, like, I, I know you're on. I know seat. she has her own seat, man. I know I got to stop, Your Honor. 
Alvin Bragg is probably giving her a wish list, a shopping list. Listen, the next place you break into, get me iPad, get me uh, AirPods, get me uh, um, an Amazon gift card. She probably has a shopping list from Bragg, a uh, shopping list from Bragg. Alvin Bragg apparently let this guy go this week that because they don't have enough people to prosecute this, prosecute the case or something. Alvin Bragg I mean, this guy's a, is a piece of subhuman filth. I never heard of anything like that in my life. Like this guy's coming up a rule. We don't have enough people to prosecute the case. Do you ever when was the him? last time you heard that? Maybe because everybody see... left because they weren't doing any prosecution. Nobody wants to work for him. Do you ever do you ever see him when he's around uh, Adams? He's like a groupie. Today they had um the Central Park Five, they had their own little memorial in Central Park. They They're still like doing that. Gateway or whatever. They're they still did, doing that, uh, huh? Gateway of the Exonerated, I think it's called. And <laughs> they, they dedicated uh, a stone wall to the Central Park Five. And Adams was there, of course, you know, talking about how the criminal justice system is unfair to black people. Uh, and Alvin Bragg was like, oh, he was like salivating. He looked, he looked probably like those two recruits in the, in the bathroom store. With, uh, Adams. Well, if he could have mounted him, he would have. Those two recruits, they're, they're probably going to wind up getting married. <laughs> look at Lieutenant Franzo. Look, look, typical, typical lieutenant response. Maybe the lieutenant made the collar and gave it to the kids. <laughs> yeah, maybe, <laughs> Good probably. Good point, LT. Good point, LT. Good point. <laughs> I know, in this day and age, I bet he didn't. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Okie dokie, seven. What? Uh, seven. How does she keep getting out? Laughing all the way to the revolving door. She must get some items to make it worth it all. No. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, just, listen. I, I, it always. Who knows what she's getting caught for? She probably does that, and then she gets caught for stupid shit too. But um, she's a little. She's a little gangster, man. She probably. Listen, uh, somebody. Truth matters. One is my youngest son's godfather are you talking about the cops hmm. um listen uh de niro's the biggest liberal uh hates the police wants to defund the police um i guarantee you mark my words he's not going to press charges they're going to end up she'll be out by if she's not already out she'll be out by tonight because he's not going to press charges mm -hmm. under his wokeism Hundred percent. I guarantee. Well, we'll see, man. We'll see. I, 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 I'd have to say I agree with you. Lori Lowe is having a lot of fun with our accent. Well, I guess my accent. Coffee, uh -huh. talking, love uh -huh. it. Make me so. <laughs> hey, uh, so do you know what uh, Cop City is? I don't know much. Okay, so in, in Georgia they are building. Don't interrupt me when I'm singing. What's the matter with you? In Georgia they're building. What's called uh, what the uh, anarchists are calling protesters are calling Cop City. It's a state of the art uh, police facility in the woods. Um, apparently, the the community that surrounds them are African American communities, so they are up in arms. They're very very nervous. The African American community because they're putting this police training facility right in their uh, backyard. No police military base in Willow Willowney Forest. That's apparently uh, where it's going. This is off of a site that's obviously uh, trying to shut down this cop facility from being built. Atlanta Police Foundation is trying to build the largest police training facility in the U.S. in Wheelony Forest, a watershed well, surrounded by pri primarily black residents who overwhelmingly... They're saying that the black residents 
are overwhelmingly opposed to the project, apparently, right? Why? why? Uh, wait, wait, wait. The plans include military-grade training. That's why. <laughs> facilities. A mock city okay. to practice urban warfare. Dozens of shooting ranges and a Black Hawk helicopter landing pad. Get that. Imagine. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Let me keep going here. Making Atlanta the most surveilled city in the United States. This is another aspect of it. The Atlanta Police Foundation, uh, it funds Operation Shield, which is a citywide network of nearly 11,000 surveillance cameras and license plate readers that have only expanded around the clock in Black Atlanta. Now, get this. So apparently the black people in Atlanta are up in arms and they have uh, come out in force to uh, make sure that this cop city doesn't get built. And uh, the people that were arrested sabotaging this cop facility by burning down everything that they build in this area. In That's this uh, article. Take down that article. No, no, this is it. Arrested Antifa terrorist. 22 is a son of a millionaire main surgeon. He grew up in a gigantic $2 million Kenbugport mansion and sailed on parents' stunning Wait, yacht. Kenny, Wait, Kenny listen. Bunkport, isn't that? Like yeah. No. no, no, go I'm ahead. Sorry. You said it right, actually. Forget it. Sorry. How do you say Kenny Bunkport? Say it again. Yeah, I can't talk. Go no, this, go. Is the, this is the, the mail show. Go ahead. Go. No, go. Stop. <laughs> I, I thought Kenny Bunkport was like in Maine, right? Isn't it that is. It but is. What is he doing in Atlanta, this kid? That's what I'm saying. You I'm trying to help you segue. Oh, yeah, you're right. So what I'm saying is that you would think that these people in Atlanta, they're protesting. They're not. It's Antifa. Look, this is the kid right here. Whoa. Francis son Carroll. He's a son of a millionaire Maine surgeon who grew up in a stunning mansion. In one of the most luxurious beach towns. These are the kids that are coming down. That's his house, by the way. I am Elmer J. Ford, millionaire. I own a mansion and a yacht. Remember that? <laughs> yep, of course they do. And of course, the other people. Okay, it's one white guy protesting, but I'm sure all the other people that are people of color from the neighborhood there know this is the other person that got arrested. Wait, is that a male or a female? His name is Nicholas. He, so. he, he him, or she, her, or they, them. Nicholas, Nicholas is cute. All right, put, this guy put that hair in a bun. It's just two white people that joined the the movement there in the neighborhood, you know, to help the black people. This is the other white woman. This is a uh, Serena Hotel. She's they're all non-binary. They're all non-binary. That's what it is. Of course, there has to be. It can't just be these four white people that are doing all the breaking down of this police facility. The French guy. Right? They, they got a French guy too. Leonard Viosel. There's got to be at least one black guy involved in this. There he goes. What the hell happened to his head? What is he, Harvey uh, Two-Face from uh, Gotham City? What's his name? Arion Robinson. Sounds like another millionaire kid was charged with criminal trespass, obstruction, and domestic terrorism. And here they all are on the grounds. Members of Antifa were arrested Tuesday in Atlanta for resisting a law enforcement operation to clear protesters from the site of a, of a new police training facility. While they're on this site, that's what they do. Two houses that were under construction in the vicinity of the protests were burnt down by protesters. So everything that they're building up, they're burning down. Not the, not the people that might get this extra police 
protection and their the value of their homes going up and because uh, that's what would happen if all of a sudden that area was safe or I safer i got news for you if any of those four punks were in prison they would be sold for a box of new for a pack of newports they should let them be in a, a hardcore atlanta or suburb of atlanta prison while they await their trial and see how they make it out of there. They would definitely have a lot of fun with them. Yeah, I wonder, man. Like, what? how much... Like, the kid's a millionaire, the top one. The first one we saw. Like, is he ever... Bernie Mac said it. My kids are not millionaires. I'm a millionaire. He ain't a millionaire. His daddy's a millionaire. Mm-hmm. So, so, you th- so you think his father's going to just leave him there, let him rot? I hope he does. He looks like he needs to. I mean, we'll see, you know? I mean, obviously, right? I mean, God bless our kids. We don't know what they are capable of. But, um, I would probably leave my son there. Yeah, I don't get it, man. I, I just don't get it because uh, none of these people, like, it's a, it's a whole movement against, like you said, defunding the police and not giving them an opportunity to train or get better at their job. They don't want any of it. Any the thing of it. is, who are the police primarily protecting in Atlanta? The same people, right? And we go over this. I've said it ad nauseum. You're trying to take the police or you're freeing these these perps under the guise of social justice and they're black and Hispanic perps and they're going back into black and Hispanic neighborhoods and terrorizing black and Hispanic people. The people who are going to be protected by the police that are trained at that facility are probably majority black folks, right? Because Atlanta is notoriously, you know, it's it's mostly black people, African Americans. So, um, I mean, I don't know. They, they, it's stupid. It doesn't make sense. They cut their nose to spite their face. Uh, a, a good friend of mine, his family, he's a canine cop in Atlanta, and he says it's crazy. What's crazy? The crime in Atlanta. Oh, okay, the, the crime police. is crazy. Yeah. Also, I was. I thought you might say the way they treat the police or whatever. No, 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 no. The crime is 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 like every other. You know. Uh, blue city in the country. It's 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 insane. Crime's out of control. There's one city, a part of it over there called Buckhead. They're trying to separate. I think that's the really, really, really nice area over here. They want to get their own. They want to do what Nassau County and Suffolk County have done. They want to get their own police departments. And speaking of that, you know, this is what it's all leading towards, by the way. All this defunding policing, it just means private security. This is a gas station, higher security, armed with AR-15s to protect store in Demron City. <laughs> uh, tired of the nonsense, the gas station owner made the move in an effort to provide protection for the neighborhood and the customers. So uh, the move is to have people who can afford to police themselves pay for it. Okay. And um, this is my theory. And they're all there. It's a private security company. They're not. If you sue, if they shoot you, and you sue, they're only probably indemnified for a million dollars each. Well, this That's is what it. I was going to say. The rules of engagement are different from the rules of engagement of a police officer. And they're probably not running around with body cams. So people are probably respecting them more because mm-hmm. they're not subject to the same oversight or the same rules as police. So listen, if that's what you got to do, is what you got to do, right? Yeah, be careful what you ask for. Right, exactly. You make friends of your criminals, you're making enemies of your police. It's that simple. For those of you out there who are doing um, methamphetamines 
and uh, cocaine. And what else is there? <laughs> New York, just in case you were worried that you might get some fentanyl in your, in your drugs. New York launches a drug checking program to spot fentanyl before people overdose. So if you're uh, worried about your drugs and you want to make sure there's no fentanyl in it or very little fentanyl in, in it, uh, you can bring it over to this place in New York City and then we'll test your drugs for you. Nice. <laughs> it's funny because they have these safe havens, right, for these people to get high. And yeah. ask me what ask me what neighborhoods they're in. Um, probably the, I don't know. What you tell you me? You know, you know, Washington Heights, mm-hmm. Harlem, the Bronx, right? Downtown Brooklyn. They're not putting them in Madison Avenue. They're not putting them on Park Avenue. They're keeping the people. They're keeping them, you know, uh, dependent upon the government. They're letting them. Adams is 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 uh, going crazy about this whole cannabis thing. Right, these cannabis businesses and how they're selling illegal cannabis, and he's not worried about they're selling illegal cannabis because there could be a danger to the community. He's worried about they're selling illegal cannabis and they're taking food out of the legal cannabis owners' mouths who are going to be able to sell it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he says, and it's good for the economy when you have the legal cannabis owners there because when you smoke, this is this is what he said. And I'm paraphrasing. Mm-hmm. When you smoke weed, you get the munchies. So oh. now you're going to go into bodegas <laughs> and give the uh, bodega owners what this guy, he's such a freaking <laughs> he's such a he is such a loser. You really said that, huh? Lori Lowe, yes, they are the highest paid in the country. Yeah. My son is a Suffolk County guy. Yeah, yeah was, that's what he said. That's what he said. He said it. That's what he said. He said it. That's what uh, well, you know what? You know what kills me the most? Everything they do, they always go half ass. Like if you're going to have a place where you can shoot your drugs, you know, wh- why not make it cool? Like get a theater. And let them shoot in there and do like a razor, razor, uh, laser rock show. Remember how we used to go to uh, movies, free movies? Let them stay in there. Well, fucking, so this way they're not in the street. Give them popcorn. <laughs> Make it a time, a club, a nightclub, a 24-hour oh, nightclub. Yeah. Let them just keep going in there. And I, this way they're off the street. I don't care what they do once they're like high. after hours. Like yeah, why not? Let them, listen, I'm all about keeping them in one, you know, knowing exactly where they are. Listen, did you, know you see saying? speaking about speaking about the fentanyl? Did you see that that cop in uh, Florida who uh, who had a reaction? Uh, she was on yeah, a car yeah, stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a and, poor and, thing. Yeah. And and they had to give her uh, um, the Narcan three times. Yeah. And now all the street all the street pharmacists and all the chemists who were on Twitter and and the disgusting cesspool of social media. Oh, she's funny. She's faking it. She was paranoid. You even have police support pages. It's the same thing that happened when the Uvalde shooting happened, right? When the when the poor babies were, were slaughtered in Uvalde, the police support pages and all these tactical experts are saying how she was faking it. She's trying to get to death. Do they were using a, a screenshot of her in distress? Uh, these police meme, uh, meme pages trying to be funny, saying she was trying to get a death duty to get out of doing paperwork. I just. I think if you've ne- if you've never ingested drugs in your life or you don't use anything like that at all, if you even get the slightest bit of it, you feel weird. You know what I'm saying? It's a it's an awkward feeling. You just get scared. You you're not used to your body running like that. Now, if you drink every day, or if you smoke pot every day, or if you do other drugs that fentanyl might be sneaking in, opioids, whatever you do, you you develop a tolerance to it. But if you give somebody who doesn't drink any alcohol one shot 
You could watch them bounce off the walls. They're not absolutely, yeah. You know, it's just uh, they're not used to being out of their skin. So yeah. she got hit with something that she never felt before. Yeah. You know, yeah. what is this one? Uh, drunk <laughs> drinking deputy abandoning his post, sleeping in his truck instead of patrolling. He worked in the airport, okay. And uh, apparently he showed up to work one day drunk and they suspended him. So I guess they have the farm over there, too. He went to the farm, supposedly cleaned up, came out first day back. Maybe not the first day back, maybe like a week or two later. Uh, coming coming in drunk every day, he finally started looking at him again. And he wasn't on his post in the airport. And then they found him sleeping in his own personal vehicle uh, in one of the parking lots in the airport. So, um. Yeah, man. Listen, this guy's obviously got a drinking problem. You, you know, know? <clears throat> so, yeah, right? Obviously. But the scary part of that is, you know, somebody like that, with the holidays coming, um, mm -hmm. you saw this guy, uh, what was the DJ's name from Ellen that killed himself? I mean, mm -hmm. suicides are up. These people, a guy like that, I would be afraid of him killing himself because now he's going to probably lose his job, right? Mm -hmm. um, he's obviously a drinker. Um, which is a downer. It gets you depressed. So um, it's it's very uh, very uh, 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 very sad. And 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 you know we got to check on each other, man. You know even guys that are suspended and, and guys and gals that are suspended. You you know you mentioned something really interesting in that um, there used to be a fine line between doing your job and then uh, you know fucking up, messing up. I shouldn't have cursed, but messing up, right? And when you messed up, that was it. You were on your own. You got suspended, and that was it. But now, all of a sudden, because suicide, you got to look out for these people. So this guy, not only, he, they become, you know, they're basically a burden. They're a burden because yeah. now, what do you do with this person? It's an empty suit. We're, we're going to have to keep them on the payroll, pay them, uh, and and watch them. Hopefully, they'll get sober. Hopefully, they'll be able to get back to their job. And hopefully, when we we'll take away their guns, and they won't harm themselves. But Everybody's self-medicating, man. You know, everybody seems to be on something. You know, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Whether it's hard drugs or you're taking the prescription drugs that your uh, your doctor gives to you, or you you know you're, you're drinking wine. People who drink wine tend to think that, you know, listen, you had two bottles of wine tonight. You smoke three joints, have two grams of blow. It's the same shit. You're stoned. You know, so stop, stop it, you wine drinkers. Let's go back to the chat before we finish on. on uh, we got one more story left. Or two more. So uh, where are we in the chat here? Team South Florida, Palm Beach Sheriff's Department. Sad story. Clearly something going on. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. She got uh she got. Um, she definitely had a reaction. My canine partner, Paulie Zietz, my canine partner licked heroin by accident and she felt very weird. I had to take it to the vet. That sucks. Listen, we have people in New York City constantly, their dogs are getting sick because they're walking them in the park and these morons throw, mm -hmm. you know, the little roach of their blunt on the on the floor. And marijuana for a dog is like a mm -hmm. death sentence, a little roach. And um, uh, I've even heard of a couple of stories where the dogs have eaten the, the you know, the roach and they die. So, I, listen, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I had to try cocaine once. Uh, I wasn't on duty for six years, and then um, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? 
<laughs> what are you talking about? It makes two jokes up. <laughs> it was supposed to be. I was in a. I had to try cocaine once for six years. Oh, forget it. You ru- <laughs> move on. I wasn't on duty at the time, but. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Wagner, thanks for joining us. Welcome to the party, pal. Thanks a lot. Um, for being a guest on the show, you gave me no love. Paulie Zietz. Paulie Zietz is asking for love from you. What's what's the deal? Hey, hey, oh yeah. He was talking about the fonts in the in the bathroom. With yeah, the I know. Yeah, yeah. He said it. You're not giving him any love. Yeah, Paulie Zietz was down and we hit the we hit the bathroom in between in, on breaks. But <laughs> We weren't having sex, that's for sure. Somebody asked in the chat about the two recruits. It was a male and a female. It wasn't a same-sex couple, just to uh, get that out. A young couple in love. They'll probably get married. You want to get out of getting suspended? Get married. Just go right to town hall, say we love each other, we're going to be married. Kareem Dimer, crack vials all over St. Peter's Park. That sucks. Yeah, man. You can't. Listen, in fact, I love you, are people Scotty, really though. still smoking crack though? Where, when I, know? yes, crack is always going to be. When I went to go see, uh, I think I told you when I went to go see Joe Coy, Master School Dog. Mm-hmm. Um, as soon as I got out of my car, all you smoked was weed. From I walked from Eighth Avenue to the entrance of the garden, and it was just weed, weed, weed. It was mm-hmm. disgusting. It was sick. Has it really mellowed anybody out? You would think that the the running joke is that oh. It it mellows people out. Yeah, but they don't just smoke weed. They smoke weed and they drink and they do other stuff. Um, Jojo, whoa, coming in on the end. Very interesting. Uh, All right, what do we got? Ten minutes left. Let's talk about this story here, and then we'll figure out something to close on. This We're going to entitle this segment. It's called uh, Mentally Ill or Not, (laughs) because Angel and I are always getting into a debate whether a person is mentally ill or not. All right. This is a guy. Dad attempts to break into Massachusetts police station with a chainsaw after cops refused to babysit his kids. Then triggered police into a standoff, which saw him dangling youngsters in front of uh, the upstairs window. That's him doing that. He He's doing the Michael Jackson thing there. Look at him. So I'd he's like got- to... I'd like to ask you before. Don't put the article back up. Okay. Do you did you see who wrote that article? Oh, once again, it's the Daily Mail. No, I'm talking about the art the author. Hope Sloop. <laughs> I thought that was a joke. I'm sorry, Hope. If you're out there, if you happen to be in the chat, Hope Sloop, I'm sorry. I thought your name was a joke or a pseudonym, right? Is mm. that what they call it? A pseudonym? Um, yeah. yeah, the guy's mentally ill. I'll give you that one. One one for you. Ding, ding, ding. That guy's mentally ill. He definitely wait, wait, wait. Just in case. Okay, I'm happy. Okay, just so you get the whole story. A dad who attempted to break into the Massachusetts police station before barricading himself in his home with his children has been charged. His name is Brian Buckley. He's 35. He terrorized a desk attendant at the Cohasset police station after showing up with a chainsaw and attempting to break in. Then he ran home. And he did something with his kids. Let's hear from um, the uh, Cohasset Police Department desk sergeant that had to deal with this guy. It's William Coppins, spelling last name quickly, Q-U-I-G-L-E-Y. Uh, today at about 2.30 p.m., a male known to the department entered the lobby of the police station. He had a chainsaw with him. 
the, uh, the chainsaw was, was a gas chainsaw. It was running. He attempted to cut through the security door in the lobby of the police station. Um, we did have a civilian attendant on. Um, she, she was able to barricade herself and call officers in to assist her and uh, you know, save her from this, 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 this uh, person. Uh, the the uh, male fled the scene. He was tracked back here to his house. He's currently barricaded inside the house. There are two young children in the house under five years of age. Uh, we currently have um, assets here for Metro and surrounding jurisdictions and we're attempting to talk them out of the house peacefully and de-escalate the situation. So this is still very much so active. Very active scene. The negotiators are here. They're working very hard. And, uh... They're working very hard. That's in Massachusetts. Chief Chief Quigley looks like he's had a couple of cocktails himself. His, oh, maybe once. Once back his, in the day. With his red nose. This is your boy right there, Mr. EDP himself. They got him. Nice. Yeah, they got him. No, so, wait. Yeah. Hold on a second. What? Against. Yeah, thank you for putting that back up there. Against um, popular opinion on the cesspool of social media, that is a black man that is taken alive by the police. We got to store that one in the memory banks because according to the mouth breathers on Twitter, police mm -hmm. uh, constantly kill black men and never take them alive. Remember that guy he used to sing? Um, what was the group that Tupac was in before he actually became a star? What Dig was that? Digital, Digital Underground. Digital Underground. Yeah. I remember, remember that guy? Humpty <laughs> Hump. Look at him in the background. That's <laughs> yeah, that's him. That's him. He's doing the Humpty Hump. That's true. <laughs> he died, that guy. The guy yeah, with the fake what a nose. shame. What a yeah. shame, yeah. I can't believe it, yeah. man. Well, at least he didn't get shot and killed like every other rapper's getting shot and killed. All right, uh, we'll break it down. We'll say uh, parting words. Anybody have any questions in the chat? And then we'll, we'll shut it down for the night. This was a fun episode. So let's uh let's go back to um let's see where are we? Raquel Prenzo has a great idea. She said, please hit the thumbs up, help support the channel, and it's free. So is subscribing. Yes, Raquel, man, you're a better spokesman than me. Um, let me just uh I'll put this uh, this banner down too. She's our in case of um in case anybody's enjoying the show and you haven't had the chance to join our Patreon yet. Uh, that's us at patreon.com. Uh, please, if you find it in your heart to subscribe or, uh, around the holiday season, that would be great. It helps us fund the show. Patreon.com. And uh, I'll say this. I am doing a show on Christmas Eve, oh, believe it or not. Look at that picture. That has to be Boy, definitely one of the top three pictures of you. They cut off this side of my hair, though, over here. Yeah, anyway, gonna... it's called the matzah, the matzah, the matzah comedy ball, an after uh, after party. It's at the Copacabana in New York City. Uh, I want to get this banner off for a second. Where do I go? How do I get the banner off? Uh, there we go. So this way you can see the uh, six twenty five West Fifty First Street. It's going to be on, believe it or not, Christmas Eve. Why am I doing this show? I'll tell you why. Because my kids are grown. I am moving to Las Vegas, and uh, my girlfriend won't be in town. So why not go make some money? And uh, it's it's the matzah, comedy ball. I would imagine there's going to be a lot of Jewish people there because they don't celebrate Christmas. So uh, either they go to Chinese food and watch a movie, or 
they um they hopefully they'll come to this comedy show that we're doing and it, once again it's at the copacabana what's the start time uh 7 p.m is showtime supposedly hold on a second i noticed something in that flyer bottom left corner mm. raquel la loca she took raquel's name raquel la loca mm. lt they stole your wife's name raquel la yeah. loca <laughs> this is a comedian doing la Bella. Com- we love her um Lori, Loriello, happy Hanukkah to those who celebrate. Yes, today is the second day of Hanukkah. So tonight the second light goes up on the Hanukkah. I guess tonight tonight at at 5.30 p.m. you put on the second light. Am I right? I have no idea. I know I'm right. I just want to hear from, um, what was her name? Mentioned the Hanukkah. Lorilo? A chick Eastwater. Did it? Ricky Ricardo used to play at the Copacabana. Yeah, but the Copacabana uh, had, had a million and one other uh, places. They, that, that's a place that just moves around. Wherever they find a new place where people can dance, they call it the Copacabana. I've been to at least five different Copacabanas. Her name was Lola. She was a showgirl. That's Lots it. That's it. Because uh, I know you don't like a lot of feathers in her hair and a haircut down to there. She did merengue. She merengue and, and did the cha cha. <laughs> Boxing uh, yeah, MMA. Yeah. Thanks, Mark and Angel. A good year of entertaining shows. Thanks so much, very much. And your families have a great Christmas. Everybody, I just want to wish you Merry Christmas. Uh, thank you from the bottom of my heart for supporting Police Off the Cuff. We are going to continue to do this show when I move to Las Vegas. And um, the backdrop that I'll have in, in Las Vegas will be real. It won't be this. See that? <laughs> <laughs> that is what my real background will be. I'll be living above ground. I'll have sun coming into my apartment. I'll be living like a human being, man. That's it. Um, you got, what, what, what do you got coming up, Angel? I got... This shirt to show everybody. Protect the children. That's it. Keep away from the groomers and the crazies. They're trying to do story time with these nuts. Um, what do I got coming up? Christmas. Feliz Navidad to everybody in the chat. Happy Hanukkah, of course. Feliz Navidad. Um, thanks for tuning in. Uh, Mark, is our first full year together, right? Um, when did we Has start it been a whole year? Yeah, I think it Well. Maybe we started in April or something like that or March. I don't know. Time flies when you have having this, fun. This, has been, this, this is this our first good. Christmas. This is our first Christmas together. Yeah. So um, I love you, brother. Thank you for bringing me on. It's been fun. Uh, love everybody in the chat. Uh, thank you for the support. And follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Big Weekend Man. That's me, the Big Weekend Man. Bendiciones. Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah, and uh, Merry Christmas to everybody, all our fans. Thank you guys for tuning in with us. Uh, many great shows coming up in the new year. And um, what else can I say, man? If you're in New York City and you're not doing anything on Christmas Eve, come to the Copacabana, 7 p.m. showtime. I'm going to be headlining that show. It's going to be fun. I guarantee it. I'm going to bring the funny. Um, and that's it. That's pretty much it from us tonight. God bless. Merry Christmas. We love you all. P-O-T-C family. Peace. Good stuff, brother.